Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Kelsey on South Sharav Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Come on back. Come on back. So this is part two of the NBA Eastern Conference preview, where we're going to break down the contenders of the playoffs and the championship contenders, the upper room, the upper room, <laughs> as they like to call it. So we're going to break this all down right now for part two. Uh, thank you once again for listening to our podcast. If you want to listen to part one, you could, you're in here now, it's too late. So listen to part one after you listen to this one, but go ahead and check that one out as well. And always, as always, as always, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons. I need my five. You know what I mean by that? I need my five. And check out the rest of my catalog on SouthSharav.com. All right. This is the Av Podcast for Cal C on South Sharav Radio. Let's get into part two right now. Let's go. Let's hoop. Number eight, we got the Brooklyn Nets. Now, is Mikhail Bridges, is he setting up to be the T-Mac, the T-Mac year 2000 reincarnated? And what I mean by that is when T-Mac left the Raptors, that first year in Orlando, he went from being like, wow, that guy's got some talent to, holy shit, he's an all-NBA player in like two months, three months. Is he is he fitting to be that? I mean, is he? <laughs> he had an amazing year last year. Do I think that he's gonna d- duplicate that? I think he'll be. I think he'll be an all star. I, I think we're. I don't know if he's gonna be that great. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, is he gonna be that great to get into the eight seed? Is the next question. Who else is with him to help him get to do anything? Right? Is he is he like that good of a player? To, like to me, he's in the vein of a Bradley Beal, right? Like, and, and, I, and I say not his, his style of game, but how his his impact, impact was yeah. when you know. Like, I don't see Ben Simmons being Ben Simmons. Who else is there? Like, they just have a lot of really good players. Um, they don't still want a point guard. Like, who's their point guard? Well, like, I mean, we're going to talk about him in a minute, but I, I guess it would be Ben, right? Uh, it, would, it would be Ben, I, I suppose. But, like, what, what, I'm just checking his age right now. Mikael Bridges is, well, yeah, he's 27 years old. Actually, no, he's, he's 27. He'll be, he won't be 28 till next summer. He's, he's going into his sixth year. So he's starting to enter his prime years. Like I, I think with him, like I was blown away by the scoring. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I got him on my fantasy team. Him and Cam Johnson. So that's the other guy. And you know, and, I, and I'm shouting this out to our to our fantasy league uh, uh, commissioner. Move that playoff that playoff schedule up a week, bro. Because I felt like I should have been in the finals last year, Randall. I, I got I got I got messed up by basically having uh, guys on my roster that were basically. They were, they were basically resting for the playoffs. I got I got hit with that. I don't care. That is my excuse. I am I I'm standing by that excuse. Anyways, but as far as as Bridges is concerned though, like I didn't think that run where he was on on Phoenix where he was scoring a lot because all the guys are injured. I didn't oh. think that was gonna manifest to a whole season of that. You know, oh. when, and then translating to him for you know for playing for 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 the Team USA and all that like. I, I I didn't think that was gonna carry over right now, but the way he fits in the Brooklyn, like he, he's 
he fits in the Brooklyn like Tim's chopped cheese and 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 bodegas, man. Like he's he's all in, rather. He's 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 a he's a fixture of the city right now, or I think he could be. I think he fits right into everything that they do, and I think what's great about what's what's great about Bridges is is that he could be like a, a guy that's averaging twenty five points a game, two way player. So he could be a twenty five point two way player, and well, giving you a fraction of the cost that that you were paying uh, Kyrie and KD. Like you're you're getting you're getting an all NBA you're getting a potential all NBA player for a fraction of that money. You're, you're paying you're essentially you're paying an all NBA player or a potential all star Norm Powell money for the next three years. Oh. That is ideas. It's no different to like when you get like a quarterback or running like um a rookie quarterback and he's doing really well. So you just flood the roster and get everybody <laughs> you can get around him because you know you don't have to pay that quarterback for the next couple of years. So I think that's kind of it with 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 Bridges. It's like yo you can. They they lucked into like a guy that you can actually really build around him and him and Cam Johnson and it's like and you're not paying them guys crazy money so now this is where like you got to start like okay who could we get to put around these guys to make them better because we don't have to pay bridges till 2026 you know so it's right. like until we're here it's like no we we gotta we gotta take advantage of this window right now you know what I mean that's that's, that's how I see it and 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 I guess to me it it, it all falls. <laughs> <laughs> it all falls on Ben Simmons, man. I don't want to hear. I don't want to see no more workout videos. I want to see no more interviews with him. <laughs> I don't want to see no more of that. I just I don't want to see any anything. But like, they're the most underrated team in the East to be. But it's it has to do with him because if he's giving you anything close to what he was prior to his complete meltdown and everything else that goes along with that, that team could actually be like scary defensively because they're big. And again, you're not asking him. You don't need him to score. You don't need him to shoot. You just need him to be, just be a facilitator. Run the floor. Run transition. Lead the break. You know what I mean. Get everybody in order and everybody in place and play defense. If you can get him to do that on a consistent basis with no with no side situations happening afterwards, like yo, this 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 like I think Brooklyn could be really underrated. Think so. I think so. Cause they got some, they got some decent players. Dinwiddie, like I've always liked Dinwiddie. Like they, I like Dinwiddie. I forgot about Dinwiddie. Yeah, like they, they got, they got some decent players on the squad, man. Like, um, uh, Dinwiddie's on Brooklyn. And, yeah, Din, Dinwiddie. They got, um, you for, we're forgetting with this trade. Dorian Finney-Smith is out there, like as as a three and D guy, great defender. So you can have a lineup of Bridges, Simmons, Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith starting, like. Cam Johnson, who's six seven, that that you know, they like he's not the greatest defender, but he's 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 a little bit like I would say he's he, I mean he's not the worst, but like that's a big lineup already to start. Even if you start Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie's also six six. It's a big lineup. I, I forgot about Dinwiddie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dinwiddie's on that squad. That's not too bad. Yeah, Nicholas Claxton. Like you still like you you got some guys here, man. Like. Reclamation projects like uh, like Darius Baisley, I know people might roll their eyes at that, but like those are those are type of pieces that if they if you can flip it and they pan out, man, that could that could be something. But it's I hate to say this, Randall, but it kind of depends on because I think with Bridges, I think you know what you're getting. I think you know what you're getting with Cam Johnson. It kind of depends on on Simmons. If Simmons is giving you anything close to what he what he was before, and I and I like I said again, I don't want to even talk long about him. But if he's giving you anything like that, I think this team moves up some spots. What you were saying about the Raptors, I think they could be that team that moves up some spots. That's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah. 
Yeah, they could shock people. I could, I could see it. I'm looking at the roster. There's no one here that, like, it's not like a roster that stands out to you to be, like, uh, um, to win a championship. But, look, they're scarier to me on paper than Miami was when they went to the, the, to the, the to the finals. Yeah. 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 And, and I like, I like that Derek Whitehead. I like him. Yeah. He's like, um, Derek Whitehead reminds me of, um, we just talked about him earlier. Try to remember now. He he played for he played for um, Golden State. They went to Sacramento. Oh, like um, like Harrison Barnes. That's Harrison Barnes. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of that realm of player. Young too, man. Good. Nineteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. We go North Car- North Carolina or? Uh, let me check again. I can't remember where he went. Um, Duke. Oh, you didn't Duke, have Duke. 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 Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, Duke. he was in the Carolinas, but yeah, Duke. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but no, but I, I like like to me compared to where they were like six, seven months ago when Kyrie like went the other way and requested a trade and they just blew up the team. Like considering all the drama that they went through the last few years trying to build back this thing, I think they lucked out. These mm-hmm. trades, they, they lucked out. They they drafted well. It, they lucked out, man. Like they're back. They're back into this place pre Kyrie and pre KD, where it's like. Now it's like they're ex- like it's exciting to play in Brooklyn. They they got a buzz going. They got some up and coming guys coming. Like they're back in that spot again, which I think is actually pretty good. Yeah, no, they 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 definitely bounced back on that trade. Yeah, they could have sure. fell straight on their face, and 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 it was it worked out in their favor. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's another team where like I'm gonna be definitely watching them on League Pass. Like I think. I like if, if you saw them play last year, they played hard, man. They played hard without Ben Simmons. Without Ben Simmons, exactly. They they played hard, and 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 again, Bridges was giving everybody work. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I'm like, he so shocked that, everybody. He really did. He really did. So I'm interested. Ala Harderburn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. You're right. I don't think anybody saw that coming, and I got him on my fantasy team too. Just I just wanted to say it once again. Uh, um. <laughs> Number seven, we got the Atlanta Hawks. Um, is there a possibility that, that Trey Young is actually underrated? Why do you say that? I don't know because you look at us. You you look at when you think of the perception of Trey Young. At least to me, I feel like he's not considered as one of the. He's we know he's an elite point guard. We know like everything that he could do. But like when you talk about. And, and pertaining to like winning and stuff, we just don't have him as one of those impact guys. We just don't. But when you look at the stats, I mean, he's kind of there with those guys. He's kind of there. Like when he's talking about like, yo, I'm there with Luca and stuff. And everybody was like, ah, shut up, get out of here. And you look at the stats, you're like, I mean, he's not wrong to think that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's like at this stage, it's like, is he underrated in a sense where it's like he's actually giving you real value, but it just doesn't translate to team success. But, that, but that's other, it. Other than two years ago when they made the conference finals, which I thought was kind of fluky. But Right, exactly. So I, I look at it like this. We talked about, and I'm not saying he's in the same vein as a ball, but he's getting he, he's getting all these stats, but is he affecting the culture? Is he affecting wins? Because for me, he, he, he's like a he's like a a, a, like a, a social vampire. So he's just yeah. he's just sucking the blood out of the team. Like everything needs to be about Trey. I find. And I'm not right. saying that's the, again. I'm not. I don't know Trey. I'm not. I don't know insight information. It's my perception. Mm-hmm. And I, I I thought that the um, the Murray trade 
would have done more for this team. Yeah, and it really so actually adversely didn't. I, I don't think it, the, the fit is there. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have, you know, they're, they're, if you look on paper, their front court is pretty solid. Like uh, Trey, Murray, uh, Bogdanovich. I think that's a pretty good up three. Then you have, you know, they did move on from um, my oh, man, um, Collins. That was a sal- right? That was a straight salary dump. Which, which, which kind of speaks to where the league is is might also be going in some cases too. They didn't want to hit the luxury tax with him. They didn't want to hit the luxury tax, but is Sadiq Bay the guy that's gonna or or DeAndre Hunter? Sorry, is, is he the guy that's gonna come in and fill that void? You know, is he better. You know, Randall is funny. Everybody talks so glowingly about DeAndre Hunter since college, I don't see it. and I don't see it. I'm the same guy too. I'm kind of like, like he's he's solid, but is he this like? You know, future all star. I'm like, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I just think he's a good three and D player. I don't see it at all. Yeah. So, like, I Collins to me is better. It was 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 more impactful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And they got rid of him. So now he's going to fill the void. Like, you know, I think the move that would have put him in in the conversation of now you're in the echelon of a contender, and not saying going to win the East, but a contender to go to the, the Eastern Conference Finals if they pull the trigger on the Siakam. Yeah, I think that would have been interesting to see Siakam with all them boys, and it might still happen. We don't know, right? It might it might still happen even even during the season. It might still happen because they got they got an, a, enough young pieces where, like, if the Raptors wanted to go into rebuild mode, they got some pieces that would help with that. You know what I mean? Whether it's draft picks, whether it's well, not necessarily draft picks, but like just what like some of the young players, because the way the roster is constructed right now. You're you're expecting either Sadiq Bay or or the rookie uh, Kobe Bufkin or or Hunter or AJ Griffin. You're expecting one of these guys to make some sort of a leap. You know what I mean to put them back into a point where like they're contending with the top four. You know what I mean, and I don't see it with any of those guys either. And I like Sadiq Bay. I know you're not crazy with about him. I like Sadiq Bay, but I I don't see. No, no, I, I like Sadiq Bay. Okay. I like them with Detroit. I like okay, him. My bad. I, no, I like him. I just don't know if Sadiq Bay is. Like again, I think he's young, a good piece. I think talk to me two, two, two more after two more years to see where he's at, and if he, he you know, even if he's not like an all star, I could give you an, a, an assessment on yeah, he's worth it or not. Right now, he's just a young, talented piece. Like I liked him on Detroit. I don't. I would have not moved him. I thought he did well there. I thought, I thought you know he was developing. He got the green light to do things. I don't think he's gonna have that green light. So he's gonna be more right. of a role player yeah. in the development portion. It's kind of like Obi Topkin. It either fits in his benefit or he's kind of just relegated to just a good NBA player, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see where some of these guys take the next step. Like I look at the roster. Like I just don't know. Like I don't see fear. Right, right. right. Um, and if they were going to trade, like if they were to trade for Siakam, what was the trade package r- rumored to be? I, I'm not you even remember? sure. I'm not even sure to be honest with you. Like it, I know, it, it I, I know, been young players and picks and stuff like Hunter and yeah, certain guys for sure. I, are you sold on on Bufkin? I haven't really seen him, so it's hard for me to say. I got to probably watch some games at least like this season so far for me to get a better assessment. I've heard some good things about him though, but I haven't seen him play. So okay. I, I, so I, can't, I can't give a fair assessment yet. Yeah, it's fair. But, but I want to circle back to your Count Dracula vampire point about uh, Trey Young. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with with Trey, though, you're not wrong in saying that either because this is, I mean, 
he's got a good coach now with Quinn Snyder. Not to say he didn't have good coaches before, you know, mm-hmm. especially at, yeah, I mean, yeah, Lloyd Pierce, which is the upcoming black coach, got rid of, you know, like he fell out with him, fell out with uh, with Nate McMillan, which was solid for them during that run, fell out with him. This is, the, this is now his third coach. So six years, three coaches. You got the bag, though, right? So you're and, and you're in a city that likes the glitz, a little bit of the glitz, and the, like they like the, what the stuff that Trey Young brings. You know what I mean? Like when Trey Young was coming into the league, he was he was trying to be like the fourth member of the Migos, if you remember, right? And, yeah. And, and like he hasn't really veered too much from that. Like I said again, impact on the floor, skills, talent. You can't deny what he does. The guy's like a he's basically like almost like a thirty and ten player at this stage. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you can't argue with that. At the same time, it's like. You know, to my point, does it translate to winning? And now he's got to, you know, he's got to, again, he's, this is his third coach. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's kind of locked in with him for the next couple of years. But it would look bad if, like, Quinn Snyder leaves and now you have to looking at a fourth coach to coach this guy. So now it's not – because right now, the, you know, the I wouldn't say the jury's out, but right now, just perception is he's not the easiest guy to deal with. Right, mm-hmm. he was having mm-hmm. issues. He had a lot of issues with John Collins, so I know part of it was salary dump, but part of it was they really weren't rocking together either. So I didn't hear. I don't remember all that. Yeah, could you, could you um, expand on that a little? Well, just I mean, you just heard rumors that there were there was constant bickering between him and Collins, like pretty much the whole time that they were there, right? Mm-hmm. And and okay. it's like, and then Murray came, and it's like, yeah, they, they didn't make that leap either that I thought they would have made too. You know what I mean, like. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, they would have maybe played with like a, a, a first round seed, not like a maybe like front with a fourth seed type of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can get home court advantage in at least one one series, but they didn't make that leap either. So it's like I'm looking at the roster now. It's like I I think this this team screams of a trade too. Like if they want to make that leap to like the next level where they're flirting with the top three or top four, they gotta oh, they have to make a trade. But I think they're kind of set up for it with all the young guys they have there. Yeah, and they were going. They they were going heavy after Siakam. Yeah, they wanted him bad, and yeah. it makes sense now when you look at the like. Like you, you I was kind of looking at the roster before, but now I'm really analyzing the roster. You're right. Yeah, like they they could they could do it. And like I said again, I'm, I'm and I, to be honest, I was actually happy for for Trey and for Atlanta, and mostly Trey after they went into Miami during the play in the play in tournament and they and you know they got the seventh seed and locked that in on the road and then they pushed Boston to six games. I was happy for them because I think again, like I, I think the negative perception of Trey is like just generally he doesn't get that kind of like fanfare like the other guys do. But like you know what? He's actually like he's actually a legit baller. I, I gotta give it to him. But again, I wanna see it translate to something where it's like Okay, is is that you know that conference final run that they made? I think it was fluky. Like, prove me wrong, and maybe you know, like, may start making moves or making better decisions. Where it's like, not it's not that wasn't really fluke now. You know what I mean? Because like we're still talking about them three years later. We're still talking about them being like a possible playing team. Like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Like after you made the conference final, shouldn't you shouldn't you have gotten better by now? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's that's the way I see. Facts. I'm with you. Um, number six, we got the New York Knicks. Um, how happy would Knicks fans be if they just woke up in the morning and Julius Randle was no longer on the roster? Ah, man, he, he's like he's like dead weight, man. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Look, and I'll give him all his respect because look, man, Julian Randle reinvented himself. It was what three years ago or so, right before the bubble. 
Mm-hmm. He just came out and he started hooping, right? Like, but the problem with Julian Randle, he just doesn't want to buy into to what he is, right? And it, it, he's just sucking up possessions, and they can fill that void with something else at that price. That's all I'm saying. If they had him for a lower price, I wouldn't complain. But what he's getting paid for what his output is, it's like typical Nick fashion. They're stuck in that, like, kind of like that, you know, seven, eight, six, maybe fifth at best position. You know, it, I'm not, uh, yeah, you got to uh, get rid of him. No, it's a weird dynamic because technically he's their best player just based on accolades, right? Like he's a two-time all-star. He was an all the, on the all-NBA team last year. So which means that he's going to get, he's going to get some, some major coin coming his way when his contract is up. And at the same time, at the end of the playoffs, the fan base just wanted nothing to do with him. Like the city wanted nothing to do with him, even after all these accolades. Like, and not like in the past few years. Like he was all star in all NBA last season. Yeah, he, he averaged a double double. Yeah, and 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 like he what, what was he third team all NBA? And Randall, like you talk to the fan base and they're like, "Yo, I can't wait to get rid of that motherfucker." And it's like, like what? How is that possible? Like it's such a weird dynamic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's focus and love is on Jalen Brunson, and and rightfully so because we were wrong on him. Like when he, if he looks listen back to our episode last year, we were I wrong wasn't on a fan him. of Jalen Brunson. I, I mean, I, 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 I yeah. I, I mean, he had a great, great season. Yeah, no, and and I'm not like it's a knock to both of us. Like I'm not knocking you. I'm just a knock to both of us because I I didn't see him being this player either. Like I know he was good in Dallas, but I just thought he was a uh, you know like he just was not trying to pass the ball at all. And watching him facilitate and, and, and run that team last year, I was at M plus being so clutch. I was, yeah. I, man, I was like, it, it had me watching Knicks games, man. Well, I had him in the vein of what, see how you were talking about Schroeder earlier. You're like, yo, he's a good player, but he's just not a starting point guard right, right. caliber. I kind of, him. I had him in that vein of what you're saying. Yeah. And he proved me wrong. Proved me wrong. Yeah. Me too. No, he's more than a starting point guard to me. He's Nick, our best know? player. No, for sure. He's their best player. Yeah, he's and the Knicks fans love him, and rightfully so. And then it's crazy because the way they they went into like the trades and then this, this offseason, it's like they're, they the moves they made, if you look at it low-key, is to make him more comfortable, not Randall. Because, I mean, they, yeah. got, they got all the Nova guys. They, got, they re-signed Josh Hart, which, is a, which was a great signing, and the love Knicks Josh fans Hart. love him. And then they got DiVincenzo, which I think is going to fit right into that culture too. Mm-hmm. And and again, it's all no, it's all Villanova guys, right? Like they're all back together mm-hmm. again. But it's like they didn't make these moves for their all NBA player. They made these moves for Brunson. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy to see. Um, and then like on another note, like you know, it's it's actually nice to see the Knicks be like competent upstairs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like after years and just decades of just trying to chase after all these big name free agents with no structure and. And then James Dolan and, like, all that stuff, even though the whole Donovan Mitchell thing is kind of looming in the background a little bit, they built properly. They built through the draft. They drafted the proper players. They got R.J. Barrett. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they made the right moves. They didn't They didn't just attack any, you know, all the all the major free agents. They <clears throat> Excuse me. They they actually went and the got guys. ones that fit their culture. And they got the right mm-hmm. guys. They, made the, they got the right piece. They never panicked. And, and now they're a Question for you, though. Yeah. What do you do with Evan Fournier? 
still looming on the roster. Cut him. Because of, just because of the salary, you know what I mean? Like, I would try to trade him, but is it – what is he making, like, 20 million a year and he's not playing? I'm like oh, – like, I, I thought he would be gone by now. and he, I thought he even expected to be gone. Yeah, I think so too. He wants to be gone. He's not even playing. Oh, yeah, he wants to be gone. He's not sure. even playing. He's making 20 million a year and he's like, he's like he's not playing at all. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, just based on salary, they might have to just eat that contract and just cut him, wave him, and maybe, you know, he'll get, he'll definitely get picked up by somebody. But it just won't be like he just him and him and uh, Thibodeau just don't mess with each other. Thibodeau does not feel him. So oh, because he doesn't play D. Yeah, right. I understand. Right, and it makes sense. So to me, I'm like, yeah, cut him. Just just wave him. Just eat the contract. Eat it because mm-hmm. you're not you're not gonna who like who are they gonna trade? You know what I mean? Because like the, the like the they they cut the value down on him so much. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. But he could shoot. He's a guy. He's a guy like I would love the Raptors to get. Yeah, or or if you're like a contending player, like you know, contending like a like player in the in the playoffs or like a championship contender, that's a guy like if he hit the the waiver wire, you know what I'm saying? Like if he if he hit like the trade deadline and 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 he got waived, like that's that's a guy that I would scoop up. Was he ever on Orlando? No, he wasn't. Right? I think he was. I think he was at one point. Yeah, because he, he was good on Orlando, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's a, you know, like he's a good role player. You know what I mean? Like you're right, he wasn't the best defender or not the best defender, but like I think he could fit in somewhere. It just it's just not the Knicks. No, yeah, yeah. him coming in on the rotational player because he can shoot the damn rock and he can score. Yeah. Sometimes on a second unit, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's like right now, it's it's a good time to be a hoops fan in New York City, just between the Nets and the Knicks, and they're actually making mm-hmm. both franchises are, are actually making smart moves. Like they're actually making. You know, they're making smart, reasonable moves where it's like now you've made it like it's a New York's always been a major market. Nobody for at least this generation didn't care about going there. But now because they're moving smarter and better and putting the right players and people are seeing the fan base, especially well, more, more so the Knicks, because the Knicks fan base are just uh, it's so entertaining watching them make the playoffs because they, they're just they're so over irrational. Like it's just it's a ama- must see TV. It's hilarious. But like, but to watch them do that, it's like I think they can actually now start really attracting people to come there because they actually seem competent. Mm. You know, they actually seem competent. That's why I said the Dennis, the, the Dennis Mitchell, the the Donovan Mitchell thing is kind of looming because you're hearing rumors that he wants to leave Cleveland and and uh, and come to New York, which we'll you know we'll touch on Donovan Mitchell a little bit later. But like, like if they can land somebody like him, I think that would also be crazy if he comes if he wants to come out as a free agent. But again, like just the fact of what they're doing right now, they're building the team in the right manner, and that's and to me, it's like you're you're gonna get somebody to come. You know what I mean? So I, I think for them, it's it's just interesting to see. Number five, we got the Miami Heat. Can we finally close the Miami championship window? What or who keeps this window open if it doesn't close? So I guess it's a two part question. What or who? Well, I, I mean, like again, I still think the core, like Jimmy Butler, in Bam, are are they they really perform when the lights are on. So if they can at least stay in contention of like that, just out of that playing spot, like a that they could get into like a playoff spot, mm. they're always going to be dangerous based on their experience. Because they just they know how to play when the bright lights are on. Right. I think the X factor out of the three really is Tyler Hero. 
Because Tyler here will take that next step, right? Like, and they always have a good culture. Everyone knows their role. You know what sneaky good pick? Like, I hope pans out. I always liked him, but he never came. To, it never came to fruition. Whereas R.J. Hampton, I always mm. thought he was a good player. He couldn't shoot, but I thought he always had. He had some good talent. And he fits that mold of what they're looking for. If he develops a little more, they got some good pieces on the team. They're just a solid, good team. They make solid, good decisions. Like you talked about another team before. Like I love the 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 the, the what's the kid? The Spanish kid from UCLA. I love him. Oh yes, yes, yes. Is his name Jacquez or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I man. love him. Mm-hmm. He's a guy's a great game. Fits right into that culture too. Fits right in. He just does everything well. You know, um, did Josh Richardson play with him last year? Uh, a few years ago, I think. So they brought him back. Okay. Yeah, that's a great pickup. I mean, they just they, they find guys that just fit what they need. You know, they have some good vets that, that keep them all in line. I think that, that Thomas Bryant, you know, even, even though he has like that, his game is kind of a, from another era. He, he's a big body that can come in and help them. I mean, they, they they have a solid, balanced roster, but there's nothing on the roster that pops wow, right? right? Like, if you were to put it on paper, like they do have the superstar, they have the upcoming star, and they have a solid big, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the issue I have is, like, could the vet, the, do the vets have enough in their tank to put them over the edge? Like, is Lowry still worth anything? Right. Is Kevin Love worth anything? Right? Those are rotational players now, and are they... Did it have any value? I, I don't know. I, I think they still do on a championship, like, contender kind of thing. But, like, you know what? Can, can we just talk about last season first? Just the fact that they made the finals. Like, yes, it was an underwhelming year during the, the regular season. And, you know, they, they also had a ton of injuries that people kind of overlooked, too. I know Jimmy missed a lot of games and Bam missed some games. And, I mean, Kyle Lowry's been missing games. That that move looks like it's it's been a colossal fail. And and the window, that window was shut. Like, by all intents and purposes, when, when the playing tournament happened, we thought, especially after they lost Atlanta, I mean, think about it around. They, they were like, they went down to the wire with, 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 um, with the Bulls. Like, they almost didn't make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So to come from that, and I mean, some of it was, I still say, was a little luck because you have to have luck designed in there because of, of like, you mm-hmm. know, Giannis missing. Like he missed like basically like three games out of that series, you know what I mean? So, but it's like, and I'm not taking away their respect. Like the fact that they they got like Patrick Raw hot in the playoffs <laughs> when he was a goaltender on the Canadians. Like the fact that they got that yeah. kind of hot, you know, that's some all time shit. Like that's some shit that they're gonna be doing documentaries on like five, ten years from now. You know what I mean? Like the fact that that team made the finals and we didn't care if they were gonna win. Nobody thought they were gonna win the, the championship. Except like in irrational Heat fans, they're gonna make documentaries out of this one day. But no one expects them to ever do that shit again. Not with this roster. No, 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 you know what no, I mean? No, no. And, and and I no longer. I mean, I was saying this even before last year. But I, I after last year's playoff run, sorry, the, the playoff run in twenty twenty two, I stopped having my doubts about Jimmy Butler being like a superstar at least, like all star. Love him, you know, hardworking guy. Can you really carry a team? I don't know if Jimmy Butler being your best player is going to do that. And I mean, in case in point, it's Ooh, kind of, he no, did do it. No, no, I know. This is what I was saying in 2022 after their playoff run. Sorry, they, my bad, my bad. Yeah, my yeah. Because the bubble chip was like 
okay, but it's the bubble. You know what I mean? And then they almost made the finals in like the 2022. So you're like, okay, playoff Jimmy's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? There's regular season Jimmy and, and playoff Jimmy. Kind of like mixtape fab and and, rec- and album fab. Right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like that, right? And but like last year was Randall, that was some paranormal shit. Like like I, I can't believe like the shit we were watching with Jimmy. Like that sh- I mean, that was beyond even what we seen the best of Jimmy do. You know what I mean? Last year. Like this guy was having like 50 point games and 40 something point games and just literally just you could see f- literally carrying the team on his back. Like it was, it was, that to me was, it was awesome. That was actually awesome to watch. But like to me going forward, it's like their team is, I mean, I think they're going to miss guys like Struess and Vincent, but they always build guys back up. That's the, the nature of this, of the heat culture at the same time, right? Like RJ Hampton, by all accounts, could be the next Struess or Vincent. We don't know, right? right. Like it's just the way they've always been. So it's like, even I'm like, yo, that to me, they got worse. But at the same time, it's like it's heat culture. You don't know who the next guy's coming. And and to all accounts, that Jovich kid, the Nikola Jovich kid, there's a reason why they didn't want to trade him um with the with the Dame uh, the Dame Lillard talks, right? Like in terms of they didn't they didn't want to include him in that. So they see something there too. I think that kid is that kid is a player. Mm. It could be him too. He didn't, get, he didn't get a lot of playing time last year, but Right. But then if you saw the world championships, like like he was hooping hooping. You know, so for for Boston, I, don't, uh, I didn't pay attention to Serbia too much. Serbia, sorry, was, yeah. was, was he doing really well? Well, apparently, yeah. Apparently, throughout the tournament, he, he did he did well. Like it's like you could see this talent there because what is he? He's only he's twenty years old. Mm. He's twenty years old. So like like as I said, but they the, the fact that they didn't want to include him in some of those talks was tells me like yo they they see something with that guy too. That's what I mean. Like we don't know who the next person is coming up with the Heat culture. Like. I think their window's closing, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? I'm not going to knock heat culture. You said it last year, too. Never knock the heat culture. Never, never Never. underestimate the powers of Pat Riley. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, no. And and, and listen, it's either you fall in line or you don't. And the one thing about heat, the, the heat, is that they rest their loyals on defensive principles. So if you're a team that's that your culture is is based on grit and grind, it's hard to beat teams like that in a long grinding season. Yeah. And when you get to the playoffs, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Now, do they have the one guy to take them over the top? No, but do they have enough to surprise teams? Yes. Yeah. They got worse. But that doesn't mean that they haven't got worse. That makes any sense to anybody <laughs> that knows team culture. We don't know what we don't know, right? Uh, and it sounds like, like it sounds like Spo was like, "I'm really happy." Come out, like, like, like he's happy with what he has. <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. It's like they got worse, but did they actually get worse? Yeah, that's that's a great way of putting it. I, like we don't know who the next guy's coming up the pipeline. Did they have somebody? That's the one thing. They're them and the Raptors for the longest time was was lauded for their their the way they they just they just built up their talent. Especially when it came to like the G League roster, the younger players they're always flipping somebody to come up as the next person. So, you know, and Miami, but, 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 huh? but Miami's been that team that's been doing that for years. So, but they got a lot of flack this off season because they're, they're, everyone was saying like all the champions, all the teams, the teams that went far, most of them, well, not, well, the two teams that went to the championship, everyone was like, on paper, they they got worse. 
But again, like when you have a championship culture and you can't deny, like the Knicks, the Knicks, the Heat in the last, what, four years have made it to the conference finals, what, twice? Three times. Three times, three times. Come on, man. You can never sleep on them. And the finals twice. There you go. That's what I meant. Yeah, the and, finals. And, and, and yeah. you know what? And that's why it wasn't as shocking to see their run because they were a vet team. They've been there. They just didn't have a good regular season and they got hot. But it's like, but it wasn't like a complete stunner just because of that reason, right? Because they've had that pedigree of the last few years. And let's face it, the whole time. what? I said, and let's face it, they've had this pedigree, pedigree the whole time. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Number five, we got Philly. Are the 76ers lucky that, that Joel Embiid is so loyal and, and loves Philly so much? Or does he love U.S. so much? <laughs> yeah, that, fucking, that part. Fucking rat bastards. That part. That part. I think, oh. I, I, think I, would, I would actually rather see them go to Cameroon. I don't know if Cameroon is qualifying oh. for the Olympics, but like. I, I would have loved to see him in Cameroon. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like disappointed that he chose the U.S. I really am. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But the- so looking at this roster, um, you know, I think the big glaring thing right now is James Harden. Yeah, like they have the talent. They kept the core together. I like the moves they made. Like I like the fact that they added Kelly Oubre. I, I, I like are they I love the fact they added um Patrick Beverly. Everybody's like, Oh yeah, well that's not like compared to like the you know the, the, the you call them the big three in the east, does that move the needle? I mean I think it move I think you got him lower than I would have put him, but um I still think they're they're top three, four in the league. Like on paper I think they're better than Cleveland. Chemistry wise, that's the problem. Harding is is the main thing to me that I want to see. I want to see this Harden move the needle, yes or no. Is he going to come through still upset? Is he still going to be on the on the on the roster? Yes or no. I, again, I, I don't understand what Harden is doing. I've been saying this all summer. He's got no leverage, and 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 shout out to um, all the smoke and and the KG certified uh, collaborative podcast episode. Because they've been saying something that I've been thinking about for for a while. They just they beat me to the punch in terms of at least putting it on the pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like uh, I think KG was saying is like you only have so much wiggles when you was when you're a player. Meaning and and meaning that like I wouldn't have said it that way. But what I'm saying is like we watched AI do this, we watched Carmelo do this, and in mm-hmm. some ways we kind of saw Westbrook almost do this. If you if you catch my drift, when you're a great right, player. Right. When you're a great player and you start with the attitude and, and being hard to deal with and all, all that kind of stuff, whatever the case is, you can mm-hmm. get away with it when you're prime, when you're when you're that great and you're young oh, and yeah. you're all this stuff. But as you get older and the value starts to dip, when you're still trying to pull these diva moves, after a while, like teams are like, and not just your team, but teams across the league look at you like, oh, okay, keep playing the fool. Keep playing mm-hmm. the fool, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Wait a minute, I'm out the league," or "Wait a minute, I'm about to be out the league." That's where Harden is going. Or maybe it's not even out the league. Wait a minute, I'm not getting the coin that I used to get. I'm not getting the 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 the, the MVP treatment that I used to get. Yeah, 
Yeah, and now, yeah, and now you right. start bugging, but it's like, yeah, but you're 34 years old. Like, Harden's going to be 35 soon. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can't, like, and don't get me wrong, he's still a player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still, he's like, he, I mean, he was doing, like, 21 and 10 last year. So, like, he's still a hooper by all accounts. So, it's like, I mean, he, was, I mean, he didn't make the all-star team last year, but he was borderline an all-star. You know what I mean? So, like, I, like I'm not going to. Well, that's for contention. That's for contention. Apparently, he did make it. Right, right, okay, but but case in point though, like still a he's still a valuable player in that aspect. But the way he's acting right now, like he's still expecting to get a bag, Randall. He's still like the way he's moving. He's still expecting to get a big bag, and that shit it does not exist. That shit doesn't exist. Like if I'm a team, like like the Clippers, there's rumors that the Clippers are still trying to pick him up, and I'm like, why would the Clippers do that? Right now, with their team, the way the Clippers are constructed, I know there's a whole other episode or a whole other yeah. conference, but like the way they're constructed, why would you want Harden on that team? Because like the Harden, Harden's move right now is when he comes in, everything's beautiful. He's doing everything he's got to do. He's going to be in the best of shape. You know, like he's doing it. But the moment, the moment it starts to like, he doesn't like the situation. He he tries to blow the shit up. Like for a, have you ever seen a superstar who hasn't won a chip? Like blow through his way through three franchises within like the last three yeah. years. Yeah, the only it's, it's a hardened effect. You said it. Like to me, culture. To, yeah, to me, to me that shit is wild. But like, like so, like if I'm a team right now and he's coming up to be a free agent, why would I want this guy on my team? Like when he when he still has these diva ways in terms of like he still sees himself as this mega superstar. And I mean, and most most great players do. But he's not reading the writing on the wall. And historically, this doesn't work good for players like him. Where you're slowing down, but, like, you still think you're this guy, but everybody else sees that you're not this guy. Like, those guys end up being, like, like I said, AI was out the league. Melo, like, was out the league for a year or so, and he had to humble himself to get back in. Westbrook was about to be there. But until the Clippers picked him up. Like, he was about to be there. And look, and he's on the Clippers now. He's a starting point guard. He's, I think they need him on the team, but he's only making $3 million. And he took the contract. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, 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 he took scraps. He took the scraps. He took the scraps because, like, it's, it's almost like he caught himself. Like, yo, I, I actually might be out the league. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it's, not, it's not to do with the talent. They just don't want to deal with the headache. So, so that's my point. Like to me, that's where Harden's heading. To answer my earlier question, like I think Philly should just when Embiid's contract comes out, just give him a blank check. Because think about it, he went through the whole trust the process situation. Um, he had to watch their team draft Fultz instead of Jason Tatum. He had to watch a player that I think actually would have been great for him to play with um, leave for Miami instead of keeping him, and they kept Tobias Harris instead. He had to go through watching the whole Ben Simmons situation implode. And now they flip it for Harden. And now he's watching this whole Harden situation implode. And he's still all in on the team and the city. Most guys would be like, yo, get me the hell out of here. I'm out too. And you're not hearing that. You're not hearing that not one bit. Like he's still all in with the 76ers. He's still all in with the city. So to me, I'm like, yo, they're lucky to have a player like this. Because I know they stood with him through his injuries and shit. But like. The fact that he's still there, Randall, like he still is all in, even with this hard. Because the Harden thing would be like, yo, you know what? Fuck it, man. Let's let let me try somewhere else. 
You know what I mean? My value has never been the highest. I'm the MVP of the league. I still got a couple years left on the contract. You know, there's like 20 teams I'll go after him right now if he if he decided to like, he wanted to leave. Let's let's flip it. But he's still all in. I give him props for that. I got I like like yo, they're lucky that like he loves the city the way that he does. Yeah, he's really bought into Philly though. Yeah, it's wild to me. Um, what are your feelings on Maxi before we move on? I think he's the future. I think I think he needs he needs um, he needs some time to to really get an opportunity to spread his wings. And I think Harden is overshadowing him on that. Yeah, I think so too. I, and and I and I think Maxie's getting Harden's bag. <laughs> I think that's what's what happening there. Well, because I think the money that that Harden wants, Maxie's probably going to get. Like he's stealing some of that money. No, yeah, and I I I I kind I kind of think I could be wrong on this, but I don't think Harden's going to be sticking around after this season. Well, no, for sure he's not. Like he, he won't be now, and I, and I think Philly should probably get rid of him. Ideally, you want to trade and get something for him. I'm just saying, like. If you're Harden, like how much, like he could be out the league. I think like that's where he's kind of heading. You think? Well, and, and, and what? In like what? Two years or so? It could to me. It could be as as quick as next season. If he if he if he doesn't if he no. doesn't, I'm thinking if he doesn't stop what he's doing now in terms of like, like what he's doing right now, Randall is like ridiculous. This is the, this is the third time in four years he's blown his. He's trying to blow his way through a team. Just think about NBA history. Just think about even the last 10, 15. Mm -hmm. How many superstars have you seen or all-stars have you seen do it to this degree? Maybe one time. Maybe one trade request, maybe one time. But the way he's doing it, not just trying to do the trade request, but you're also trying to blow the whole shit in the process, like showing up to camp fat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like partying nonstop. Like even even this, like he didn't show up to media day for, for Philly this time around. It's a recipe for disaster. Like I, I think he's got to be careful. Did he show up that? Not this year, but I'm just saying in past years. Remember Houston? He showed up, but he had yeah, a fat no, suit I know on. That. And, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I think he never fully recovered because he like because of that, and he tried to get himself in shape in Brooklyn. He hurt his hamstring, and it was he was never the same after that. Mm. So that so that's what I'm saying. I'm like the way he's moving. I'm like he's got to be careful. He's mm. got he's got to be careful, man. But like. Again, like I know pundits or people are saying this too. It's like the way the East is right now, the best situation where he's at is right at right where he's at. They got a new yeah, coach, no. which I think I think Nurse, I know you're not crazy about Nurse, but I think Nurse actually would be his system would actually be great for Harden. I, I just I don't understand yeah, why. All that doing. ISO all the ISO and everyone seems to love Nurse there now. Yeah. Oh, they do. That's what I heard, huh? Yeah, from yeah. by all accounts. Um, but I'm like, I think the way nurse plays and always innovative and stuff i think would actually play into Harden's skill set but he's just not seeing it i just i don't get it i just i just don't no, get i don't it. i don't i don't think from what i'm hearing i don't think it's so much about not playing with philly i think it's it's more what daryl morley oh no no did to him no no right right i i and i get that part i know it's not just philly i know i know it's, it's, it's that part of it but my mike fuck it get over that shit man you can actually still have a great chance of coming out the east with this team right now Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like, like, what are you looking for? Like, if you're Harden at this point, like you haven't, you've gotten everything but a championship. What is it you're actually looking for now? I, I, I don't get that. Like, what is it? What is it you're trying to do right now with your career? Are you trying to win? Yeah. Like, what is it you're trying to do? I don't, I don't get it. I think he went all those avenues. I think he was trying to win at first because he went, he joined Brooklyn, right? Right. 
the instant way to go to Brooklyn, and that didn't work. And I don't even think that was on him. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't disagree with that. But he, but he still tried to, you know, kind of blow that situation up too. Again, I, I understand. He was the last of the Mohicans. Yeah, I, I, but again, I, I, I understand it. But I'm just saying, at the same time, it's like, okay, are you looking for the bag? Because you're not going to get that now. You know what I mean? So if like if you're looking for like the max bag, that's gone. You're not getting that anymore. So what is it you're trying to accomplish? Is it is it are you just trying to play in a city that you like to live in? Are you trying to like win a title? Do you just want to lead the league in scoring? What like what is it you're trying to do? I, I just want to know. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a fan, like what is it you're trying to do? I don't get it. We're never gonna know. No, we're we're really not. We're really not. <laughs> All right, so number three, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is this Donovan? Is this Donovan Mitchell's last season in Cleveland? I think so. He didn't re up on a, on a deal that he that, that like a, 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 a team not friendly deal. He could have picked up the option. You got it, and he could have made some guap. Um, and I, I, I mean, I think he fits well with it. It's his squad, but yeah. I think he's he's inching for bigger and better things. He wants a bigger market. But this team is a great team, man. Oh, I really like what they did. Like, what are you going to get for him? I know. And, and and honestly, like, yeah, I, I think this Sally might be his last season. But and, and the playoffs wasn't a good look. The, 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 the Knicks series wasn't a good look for him and the team, to be honest with you. But mm -hmm. how they're set up going forward, that to me – Outside of the big market, like outside of, you know, you're hearing rumors of him wanting to go to the Knicks and stuff. Outside of the big market, this is the kind of roster you want to build with. You, you feel me? Like, you don't you don't run yeah. from this roster. You build with this roster. From, uh -huh. like, Mobley and, like, Evan Mobley and, and Garland, they're only going to get better. And their ceilings are high. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, this this is the stock you want to jump on. Like, this, this is not something you, you want to, you want to, like, you don't, you, don't, you don't dump this stock. You jump on this stock. This is, like... This like get, getting like like Amazon stock when it was like eight dollars, right, right, <laughs> or or, or and, like and, or like Air Canada, but like during COVID when it went down to like eleven dollars a share. No, you you ju you jump on that stock now. You know what's gonna go up. It's a great balanced roster of good talent and young talent. It's just a balanced roster. You got like Darius Garland, Evan Mobley. Jared Allen, I remember at the time, I remember when they resigned, everyone was like, why are you, why are you going after this guy with all these yeah. bigs? Mm -hmm. You know, you got, you got, um, uh, who else is there? Uh, oh, Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert, yep. He's like, um, Okoro, right? Mm -hmm. Those guys are like <laughs> baller ballers. I yep. would love to build around them. Yeah, like, and the moves they made, because, you know, they, they picked up uh, Max Struess. You know they got him for shooting for Miami, yeah. Yeah, and, and then and then you you the buzz you're hearing around camp is about uh, um, Ty Jerome, the guard from Virginia. Like they're yeah, like they're like they're like the buzz is so high because I think uh, Rubio was on. Um, he took a mental health leave, and they're like he's gonna they, the way they're talking about Jerome is like he's gonna slide right into that spot. Like they're they're talking and, high on him right now with, with the shooting, and, his playmaking, everything. And they're talking high about Monty Bates. Imani, well, yo, that that might be a steal, Randall. Mm -hmm. That might be a steal because even because even in summer league they were like, yo, they were excited. That's another player that's game probably fixed the league better than it did college. I facts, I agree. 
I agree. And it's funny. I know we joke about Tristan Thompson, but <laughs> but yeah. like we joke about Tristan Thompson, rightfully so, based on some of the stuff that you know you hear or whatever. But at mm-hmm. the same time, in terms of being a vet for those bigs who basically got like pushed around against the Knicks, I actually think this is a good move. Just based on the Knicks series, based on because the, they, they got pushed around in the Knicks series, o, Mobley and Allen. So the fact that you got Thompson there to kind of like be that vet at the very least, like he's on at this stage of his career, he's pretty much on his Udonis. But I think that's actually okay for the this team that the, that's being constructed right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, believe it or not, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I think he actually adds value from that perspective for those bigs just to play tougher and be just be around that every day because he plays tough when Tristan's out there. You know what I mean? Like, even in that Lakers series when he played a little bit against, uh, I think, Denver, like, he added value because he, he plays hard. He plays tough. He bangs his body oh, yeah. down. You know what I mean? You, you, like, you, like, to practice, like, even the practice around that every day prepares you for the playoffs. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that's why I'm like, he, like, to me, he, he adds value. But, like, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing with Scotty Barnes, too. It's like, is Mobley ready to make that leap? You know, like they even doing them right. Like they even they even give them the Giannis treatment. They got his brother there. His brother, his brother could no, no offense to the other Giannis brothers, but his brother can ball. Yeah, you're right though. His brother, your his brother can ball. And he's like a legit like he's a second rounder type of player that could give you a little something. Right. I don't I don't disagree with that. He can who, but like yeah, but but to our point, like this is not a team you leave. Out of the four of us uh, putting our list together. We all had um, we all had Cleveland in this spot. Everybody had Cleveland at number three. Like we see hard yeah. things for Cleveland. Like this is not a team to me. I'm like outside of it in comparison. Is it does it compare to other major markets? Of course not. It's Cleveland. But outside of that, like yo, the way this roster is right now, you don't leave rosters like this. They're on the come up. They're on the now. Come up. Now I will say this: despite them being on the come up. I could very well see them dropping a few spots. Like, as good as they are, yeah. I could see them being – they're definitely a playoff team. Like, I'm, like, Oh, no, 100%. They're, they're, not, they're, they're never going to be in a playing tournament, at least this season, unless something catastrophically happened, like injuries yeah. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I could see them dropping to, like, five. I could see the top two teams separating themselves and the other, let's say, four – Miami, Philly, Miami, Philly, Cleveland, that category, yeah. Yeah, like, but but again, like, I I can even see a Brooklyn or a Toronto or even an Atlanta. I could see them in that mix, too. It's not like there's a big separation with the rest of them, mm. in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like I said to me again, like, I, I think for Mitchell, like, Mitchell's got all this playoff experience. Like, mm. you're leading. This is your This is your squad. Mobley's coming. These guys like this, Randall. Like this to me is like, and 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 I honestly, I think in like a year or so, you keep this this core together. In a year or two max, they're they're literally competing for the championship, not like a high playoff contention. Like they're actually competing for the competing for the Larry Ob. Like that's the kind of, like that's the kind of roster they have. Like these guys, like if if Mobley makes this leap, and I mean Garland's already kind of there, but if Mobley makes this leap. This is a championship team. This this con- whole conversation is different. So I don't understand. Like, what do these guys want? Like, I, like I get Mitchell's been in a, in a small market his whole career, so maybe he just wants the, the experience of being in a big one. So that aspect I get. But in terms of like actual basketball, 
um, success in construction, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't see there's there's not too much spots you, you're going to do that's better than Cleveland right now. Is he from New York? Yeah, he is. Okay, that's why. That's why. Yeah. Right. That's why. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is the first time in history this has happened in the history that we've been doing this uh, these 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 conference reviews. We got to tie the number one spot. Wow. We actually got a tie. So we Boston oh. and Milwaukee are both I can't split them apart. So we could I have questions for both. So we'll just we're just gonna wing this. <laughs> but we have a tie at number one. So there's okay. no number two. We actually have a tie at number one. I will lean towards Milwaukee only because uh, no here one, we go. only because they won a chip. Only because of that. In terms okay. of actually starting the conversation out. So we'll start with Boston. But that's the only reason why I'm giving I'm giving I'm giving them the last spot only because and they're tied. So so we have them as number one for both. But I'm just yep. saying we're starting with Boston first only because Milwaukee's got a chip. All right. So so did Boston give up too much this summer? No. I think it, when you're looking at building a roster, right? I know there's everyone's gonna say, well, there's a fit, Marcus Smart, X, Y, and Z. But if you look it's just like a draft. Who is the more talented player you're getting? Is Marcus Smart more talented than Holiday? No. Yeah, they got better. Is they lost what's his name? Williams? Is Przingis better than Williams? Is Przingis better than Williams? Yes. So 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 what is the, I don't understand why is everyone they got better. <laughs> they got better, period. Like, I don't understand what the... the, No! Holiday is better than Brogdon. Holiday is better than Smart. They got better. They got the better players to win. And I just watched some of their game. Przingis looks amazing! Holiday looks amazing! (laughs) Like, I don't understand why everybody's like... Like, I've always... Like, my son is a huge Celtics fan, and it's a big bone of contention in my household. But the one thing I will say, <laughs> this year, I'm actually excited to watch. They're the, like you were talking about, other team, they're the most exciting team for me to watch. I want to watch them play. I want to watch them play, too. As you well, want to watch them play to hate. Sorry? I want to watch them play to win. I, I want to watch them to what? Hate. To hate? <laughs> 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 no, I have them one. How many times did they go to the conference final? Yeah, they they went what? Or the finals? Sorry. Well, once and they won what, to the oh, conference sorry, sorry. finals. So the last five years they went. They went as much times, times in Miami, three times or oh, whatever, oh, three, times? three okay. times or four times or whatever in the last four years, something like that. Whatever, whatever the case. How much times did they win the chip, Randall? Zero. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> but but they, in the last five years they've been twice to the finals. No, once. They only went once. They only went once to the finals. With that core. With that core, they only went once to the finals. They went they've been to the conference finals like as in terms of the ta- the, the the tandem between Tatum and Brown, they went I think like to the conference finals like five times. Then they went to that's the finals cool. once. Which is great. Like that's, cool. that's you, you're not gonna yeah. knock that success if you're a franchise. No, 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 no. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking Boston. I think Boston is like again, we have this as a tie. Yeah. Um, but like the root so 
Okay, so let me let me say a couple of things here. So number so number one, <laughs> I know where you're going. I know where you're going, but I want to hear it again. Okay, so 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 yes. So is 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 Holiday better than Smart? Yes. The trade was smart for Przingis, not Holiday or or. No, no I, I, I'm just talking position for position. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just going by just the way the, the trades went down. So the trade went down as you got rid of Smart, who's the heart and soul of the team. For Porzingis. Now, Smart did not have the greatest season offensively, efficiency-wise, whatever, but like he's heart and soul, the leader of that team. They got rid of him for, for, for Porzingis. Porzingis is a great who, who, talent. Who, 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 who says he's the leader of the team? He is the leader of the team. He's, he's the leader of the team. Like, I'm not saying he's the best player. Obviously not. No, 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 no. no. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm okay. just asking. Right, but no, he's like to, he's the to me he's the leader of the team. He's 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 okay. like the heart the heart and soul of the team is him. I would say, no. right? Okay, and you got rid of him for Przingis, who talent wise, yes, nobody questions the talent. I absolutely, positively question the health history. He's never going to be a healthy player. Why? You know, let me not let me not put that on him. But his career has not like I don't, like I'm gonna look at his stats in a minute. But I don't think I would I would. I, I would be surprised if he's played more than 70 games once in his whole career. I'm going to check to see, but I, I would be stunned if, if it's more than, if he's done that more than once in his, in his whole career. I don't, I don't even think he's ever done it. And then you got rid of Grant Williams, which again was another tough guy, another, another depth guy on your team. Robert Williams always gets hurt, but when he's there, holy shit, he's amazing, but he's, he's always hurt. I get that. And then Brogdon's has his um, health issues, which is why he had the contention with the Celtics. So you get rid of Holiday. Sorry, you get you get Holiday and you, and you subtract those two guys. I get it. I would have did it too. Mm -hmm. So the top six is strong, right? The top six is strong. Tate, the two Tatum and Brown, Holiday, Derek White in your backcourt, great defensively. And then you have Porzingis to either start or come off the bench for Horford. I, I think Horford at this point should come off the bench. Mm -hmm. The problem I have with Boston is that. Between Porzingis, between Horford being old, and between Holiday, they're not the healthiest team. So you're you're you're, you're throwing all chips into these guys that historically don't stay healthy. So that's my problem with 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 the trade. I I don't like and on paper, yes, of course you do this, but chemistry wise, depth wise, all your heart and soul, all your toughness is basically removed from that roster, like. Holiday is going to bring the toughness. Derek Derek Henry. Derek Derek White's going to bring the toughness, obviously, defensively on the perimeter. But inside, Williams is not there. Grant Williams brings the toughness. You lost four tough guys to replace two that don't always stay healthy. So that's my issue I have with it. Yes, they're better players. No, Nobody's knocking that, of course. Mm. But the historical factor is that these guys don't stay healthy. You, you can say your points now while I look up Przingis' history. Go ahead. <laughs> You should say say what what sir? No, I said you 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 can shed more points or light to this while I look up Przingis' uh, uh, history. Okay, I I I am aligned with with the health portion, but what I'm trying to say is that throughout the season, right? Mm -hmm. They won games, right? They have enough. First of all, the only thing that I would say is they lost a lot of depth, right? Right. Um, because. I like the fact that Brogdon was like coming off like a six man, right. right? That 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 really did help them with the second unit to propel them. And I think when you have a good for the regular season, depth means everything. Hundred percent. Now I like the fact that they have Harford to, to cover for Przingis, and so Przingis takes some breaks. That that still equates to wins to me. 
Right? I think the only thing that I would say is, and I got to just look at the roster again, is, is just if, and I think Holiday has been decent in regards to durability, but who's their backup point guard? Did now you slide White to the point guard? Because I know he played some point guard before. Yeah. Like so, that's kind of my only question is in in the depth port department. But when it comes to wins for the regular season, they're gonna clean up on wins. Yeah, regular season, I, I I don't I don't dispute that necessarily. By the way, Porzingis has played over seventy games once his rookie year. And last year he 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 played he played a, a significant amount, sixty five games. It was yeah. Not too bad. 65. But that's so so uh, so here's to tell you, he's only played more than 65 games twice in his career. Mm-hmm. Ironically, Przingis' first and second years of the Knicks were as healthy as years. Last year was his healthiest season since his second year in, in, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And his second year in the NBA only he played 66 games. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's what I mean. I'm like, I don't trust the health of of these guys. Like that's like I think that's where I'm I'm kind of leading with it. Like I I'm I'm like Holiday, I'm, and I'm gonna check Holiday stats right now too. He's also not a guy that stays healthy all the time. He constantly gets hurt too. So that that's my that's my hiccup. If these guys stayed healthy and played like um, you know seventy games or at least sixty five and up and stuff, then I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, hundred percent. Like you roll the dice, and I'm I'm not saying you don't roll the dice. I think you still do it, but you got on. But you got to understand, you got to kind of fill depth. Like Porzingis being the third option is. That's I mean that's great in terms of like if you're being a championship team that's what you want right 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 like so like everything here is perfect along the lines of that um yeah I mean I'm looking at um, holidays history he the last time he's played more than 70, 67 games was about six years ago the most he's played is like sixty seven games the last two years he's played sixty seven games since two thousand. Let's get since 2017 where he played 81 games. Ever since then, he's played 67, 61, 59, 67, 67. So he's missing at least 15, at least 15 games every year. Right. Right. But like, yeah, you know what he does on the floor. And that's, that's why with that trade, it's like as much as I love Dame going to Milwaukee, you know, you do lose a little bit of something because, you know, he does add value, especially defensively. He's incredible defensively. Incred- like he's actually incredibly to watch defensively. He's a great player defensively. And to your point, like that series of the last time I think Milwaukee and Boston met in the playoffs, um, what he did to Marcus Smart tells you that he's over. <laughs> you definitely put him over over Marcus Smart. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember, but like one of the games he basically he blocked Smart. Smart tried to take a take a J where the ball should have gone to either Braun or Tatum. So it's, he does have that factor about him that you kind of get rid of, which is probably like a addition by subtraction but he tried to he tried to take a game-winning shot on, on holiday holiday blocked him and knocked the ball out of bounds and then the last play when he tried to bring the ball up the floor to get it to, to tatum or brown uh, i think holiday picked his pocket uh at half court to end the game like it was amazing but it's like that's what holiday brings mm. you know what i mean so it's like i said it's a great move i would like it's it's like when they did it you're like good lord like whoo boss is gonna be tough but it's just the injury history is what I'm shaky about, and and the depth because it, it, it this this eats away the depth. Outside of like the two Toronto boys, um, O'Shea Brichette and and Delano Banton, like they're not, and they got Pritchard. I guess Pritchard would be the backup point guard. It would be cool if Delano Banton would be like that backup point because I think he's. I still think there's value for him, but mm. 
but like going forward, it's like, yeah, the, the team isn't deep, man. It's not. No, 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 no. It's not as deep. But but again, I, I, I want to go back to what the conversation we had about the Heat. They have a culture in place mm-hmm. that the next man up always performs. Like Pritchard always performs. The next man up always performs. So I would love to see what's 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 on the horizon for the next guys to step up. Is Banton going to be the next guy to come up and perform? Who knows, right? Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And then my other question too, I guess pertaining to Milwaukee, like you know, with Damon Giannis about to become the most devastating duo in the NBA, oh, especially yeah, on the pick bro. and roll. I haven't seen these guys play together, and we're already seeing this stuff. Listen, how how long does this window stay open for the Bucks to to bring home a second title? Two years. You think years? Two right? years. Two years. Two years. Next, two this years? year, okay. next year, and then the year after that, it's up in the air. Okay. I don't think it's it's a long window. Dame is what? How old? 34, 35? Yeah, he's maybe 30, he, He's thirty three. I think he's thirty. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll check. I'll check. Keep going. I'll check. Keep going. Keep going. I'll check. So. I don't think this experiment is going to, like, if he's around the 30, I want to say he's around 35. No, he's not that old. He's, I think he's 33. Okay. He's 33. Well, Actually, I'm looking at it right now. He's 33 years old. 33. So, yeah, two-year window, 35. Yeah, and, and, and he only turned 33. And he turned 33 this summer. He's a. He turned 33 this summer. He's 33 this summer. Right. This and, he, and he's probably, a, and he is a young 33. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Right. We talked about it on another pod. Yeah. Yeah, the emergency pod. The emergency pod was yeah, trade with Yeah, him. he's a young 33. In, in retrospect, after thinking about it, the way he, he came in the league, and so he has some mileage still left on his legs. The way he plays the game, you know, I think two to three. Yeah, he has a, there's, a, there's a decent window. There's a three-year window, I would say. Yeah, three-year window. Yeah. And and by the third year, I'm guarantee you there'll be some more flips made. I don't know. If, I don't know what sure. his name will be around. Um, uh, Zingas or Middleton? Middleton, right. So I'll be interested to see which which direction they're going. But in regards to back to the Celtics, I I still think you know even with this roster, I I, I could see some moves being made. Some more big moves being made if if this nucleus doesn't work after this year, right? So I, I think they're always going to keep the top, like the, the 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 Tatum and Brown duo. And what are you going to build around it? Is the question? Yeah, and I guess that's the biggest thing because with with Boston, right? Because with Tatum becoming a um, a free agent, or his extension, I should say, is coming up next summer. You're going to commit about six hundred and fifty million dollars between two players. Yeah, I, 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 I think they would. Yeah, and no, not, and, and, no, you, no, and, 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 gonna... no, no, you have to do it. Like in the, in, yeah. in, the, in the landscape of the league, like that's where that's going. Like Tatum's an All NBA player. You have to do it. You, you got, yeah. you got to spend. If you spend the money on Brown, you have to spend the money on Tatum, and they know that. Obviously, you're not going to give it to Brown and not give it to Tatum, unless yeah. Tatum doesn't want to be there, which he does. So, like that's. But I'm just saying, you're spending six hundred and fifty million dollars on two players. Like, you're going to have to, like, I don't know if you're going to keep Porzingis. I guess you have to see how the year pans out. But uh, I think he's up for a contract in a year or two. But, like, he's not cheap either. You know, so it's, it's that's where it's going to get interesting. But, like, honestly, right now, it's the same thing kind of Milwaukee. You, you throw all the chips in now. Like, with Giannis, like, that window's open as long as Giannis signs the extension. Because it stays open as long as, long as he needs to. Like, 
Their windows now, same thing. Their players are older than uh, than than, than, uh, than Boston's core because Middleton, all these guys outside of Giannis are in their thirties, right? right? So the window is about two to three years, and you know what? When those two to three years comes up, you figure the shit out when that comes. But as long as you have a guy like Giannis, like that's a generational historical player. As long as you have that guy on your roster. Like, I don't care where you play at. You're going to attract somebody to come to play with you, especially the way he plays. Because uh, uh, the beauty with him on this team is, like, as great as he is, he's absolutely – it's kind of like Shaq where it's like, I'm going to do everything, but the last two, three minutes of the game, you could take it. If you're that good, I'll give it to you. Who's that? Uh, Giannis. Oh, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so a team like this for Dame is perfect because Dame can still – it could still be Dame time. Nothing changes. It could still be Dame time. And Giannis, he doesn't want Giannis time. Giannis will do what Giannis has to do, but Giannis knows his limitations. No, I know. He's just gonna be the warrior. But that, but, that, but that's is. the point. I'm saying like Giannis is still gonna be Giannis, and Dame uh-huh. is, can still be Dame. It, it doesn't o- intersect with each other. It doesn't uh-huh. o- it doesn't overlap each other. Is what I mean. Right. Right. So that's what I mean. It's it's perfect. But I'm like, but when you got that kind of talent, that guy like like like, like a Giannis who's got this kind of talent that's gonna be here for a while, and he knows his limitations, you're gonna pull people to come. Like, like, they may not pull him in free agency, but if they want to make a trade, you're not going to be like, I don't want to play with Giannis. You're going to be like, where do I sign? I'll play right. with him. So as, as long as you have, because Milwaukee has that that feather in their cap, you got it. Like, you have to throw all the chips in. Figure that shit out two, three years from now. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. But as long as we have Giannis, it'll work out somehow. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, uh, the, but to me, it's like it's going to be an arms race, I think, the rest of the season going forward, because I think when the buyout market comes, like the buyouts come, you know, those two teams are going to be like trying to, they're, they're going to they're gonna be trying to snoop, like pick up the, the angles. Like if, if they, if they wave like a Fournier, if they wave like a, if some team waves like a um, Thaddeus Young or, <laughs> or the Raptors wave Thaddeus Young or like a Hayward or whoever, just whoever comes up, you know, those two teams, as well as some of the guys in the West, but you know, those two teams in the East are going to be, they're going to be angling because those two teams are like above everybody else right now. Right. Right. So that, that's why I'm like, they're tied. And it's, this is the first time in history, Randall, that they, like we have this, <laughs> we, we don't have a clear cut. Number one, we have two teams at the number one spot and rightfully so we don't know where this is going to go, but especially like up until drew came to, to Boston, to me, it was Milwaukee's like when we did this podcast, I was like, Oh, it's, it's Milwaukee's the, until Boston does something against Milwaukee. But then when they when they made that trade for Holiday, it's like okay, we're back to square one now. <laughs> but but from your opinion, because I know you're still uh, kind of higher on um, the Bucks. What is it that you see with the Bucks that puts them ahead? And listen, I, I, I well, like, well I, now with this trade, I don't know. <laughs> when you asked me this when we did the pod, I was like, well, they're a little bit deeper and. Like, Bucks are deeper. The Bucks are a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah they are. They're I like. I, 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 I forgot they picked up Jay Crowder. I think that was the biggest pickup because now. Well, they remember I, they had I, him I, last year too, right? They just they just I forgot they about him part way through the year. Yeah, yeah, but I forgot. But you could slide him in the starting lineup. You can. You can. I I even like the. I mean, remember you you still got Bobby Portis there. You still got Connaughton there. Like these are like. Again, on paper, they're not the biggest names, but in terms of culture, these are the guys like you, they fit perfect into the culture. 
Yep, right? and they got the, they got Cameron Payne as a backup PG. Cameron Payne as a backup point guard. They they picked up Malik Beasley in the offseason. Yes, I like, forgot about this, that this, too. This, this is a deep team, man. It's like a deep team. They're 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 deeper than like you don't need them to be super deep, but like they got some players, man. They got mm. some players, and you and like I said again, you lose a little something on the on defensively on perimeter wise because of like you lose Drew, but we also had games where Drew would shoot like five for fifteen. You know, and there's 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 nights where he would go cold, like like shooting wise, and you're not gonna get that with them. You can't double team Giannis anymore. I mean, no. and, and don't get me wrong, he's still gonna get double team because he's Giannis. He's still gonna get double team, but now it's like okay, but you're leaving Middleton. You might leave Middleton open, but now Middleton's the third option. You can't leave Dame open. And and on, and honestly, like even if you lose something defensively with Dame, you know what, man? On the when when it comes to the buyout market, you pick up some defensive guys. You throw them in. Mm. I, like mm-hmm. that's easier to get than getting a Dame. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Dame's not the greatest defensively, but fuck it, just pick up somebody in, the, in, the, in like in February, March. Grab somebody that that can lock lock a lock a dude up for 15 minutes in the playoffs. Couldn't have said any better, man. Yeah, so that that to me is why I'm I'm probably still leading towards Milwaukee, if you ask me. And then on top of that, like as great. As great as Tatum is, I love Brown. I love the the duo. As great as Tatum is, I love Tatum. There's something about Giannis. Giannis is like, I mean, think about it two years ago. I know we're wrapping this up, but two years ago, Giannis or the 2022 playoffs, Giannis almost beat them by himself. I think he just got tired at at game seven. He just got tired. But they were up 3-2. They had no answer for Giannis. Giannis was like, Giannis was like Thanos. And now you're giving him Dame? I don't know, man. That's 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 why I kind of lean towards them. That's me. But like, I understand why you would lean towards the Celtics too. I get that too. It's just continue the, the continuum. I think it's gonna take a while to, to to. We can listen to this pod, like you said, next year and be like, "Oh shit, um, I was totally wrong." I just think that the I'm not Milwaukee right now, in retrospect, has the roster that can win it all. Yeah, but Boston has a roster. That is 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 right now win ready, and I'm I'm not saying the the Bucks aren't, but there's a lot of things they got to figure out. Man, Th- these guys have been playing together longer. You know, they have like the core. I mean, right, the core. Like, you're adding pieces that just do got to do what they do, even at minimum, some succeed to win. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not. You, you don't need like you need Dame to be Dame to win. If Dame's not Dame, then he doesn't fit in for summer. Remember, Dame's only played for Portland in his career. He's only known one way. Yeah, it's, 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 right? there's, there's going to be a learning curve for sure. Right, but I think, we're, but, we're, I, but I think there's a learning curve for both teams because Porzingis and Holiday weren't a part of this, <laughs> right? So it's gonna, it's gonna, there's gonna be a learning curve for both. But like, I think by like right. January, February, especially like March, you're gonna see them like rise. So right. so so if there's like a little jumble in the beginning between like Philly and Miami or Cleveland's right. rolling, yeah, right. by by like February, I won't even watch that. If December, it's like man, Cleveland's like fourteen and three, man, they're really making moves. It's like okay, good for Cleveland. I'm happy. Right, with them. right. But you know, by March, by April, you know what's coming. You know, so and it's I think and, and I think those two teams are gonna just rise over everybody. That's just you know what I mean. But I'm like, but it's. They're gonna, there's gonna be a learning curve for both teams, but once I, but we, I think we both expect those teams to like hit their stride by like after the All Star break. Even if they don't, let's just say hypothetically they don't, 
those are the two teams that we we both expect to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, one hundred percent. Some something something went wrong. An injury happened. I mean, think about it. If Giannis doesn't get hurt, did Miami? Does Miami even make this run? No. Right. I think that series may go six or seven, and Milwaukee wins. Not not the other way around. Right. Like if Giannis is hurt, though, I saw Giannis is healthy the whole time. Right. So that to me, that, that's what I mean. I'm like, yo, they. I thought they were the best team in the East, even without getting Dame. You know what I'm saying? And now they got Dame. But like, but then again, but, but but then again. But then Boston got Holiday to, you know, like like he's gonna be guarding Dame too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yo, man, I I can't, Randall, I can't, I we honestly, we both busy, but we gotta watch more games together this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. We yeah, we got especially when the playoffs, like we we gotta have more like, yo, let's meet at the bar, let's go to let's go to real sports, let's go to it's wherever. More parody. Yeah, it's way more, more, parody. more more parody, man. It's, it's just, this is fun. Like honestly, this is fun. Like, and I, and I know we did our list for the West. The West will be the next podcast with Julian. But, bro, like, the West is, like, you know how hard that list was for me to put together for the West? Oh, yeah. No, the West. See, the West is more jumbled up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. But like, Because from one to eight, you could see any of them being up at one, right? It's Denver, true. to me, is the – but we're, we're in the East. We know who the top two – yeah. Yeah. teams are the rest again again i i still can see teams popping up like and surprise like, again we talked about brooklyn we talked about the raptors those are teams i could i could see them leapfrogging teams like even cleveland yeah it could be i could see them having 50 win seasons and everyone's like i didn't see that coming yeah i could i mean is it is it gonna happen probably not but i, I mean look raptors finished the year at what just 41-41 or whatever it was. Turned it on the second half of the year just off of the, the, the Poto trade. Poto trade, yeah. And a lot of it was still that crappy ISO ball. If the ball moves, the core guys are still there. They supposedly should have more shooting coming in. So we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, that's I I got I, I had to I had to leave on the Raptors comment. So <laughs> and I, I strategically threw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you, Randall. We're, we're out of here. We're out of here. But yo, but thank you as always. As always, yes, man. Sir. You know, this, this is the annual tradition. And like I said again, State of the Raptors address in the middle of the season. Ooh, you know what I mean? The, the tradition continues, man. Yeah. Y'all better listen into the Raptor one because if you listen to this one, folks, put in the comments put in, about put my it. man Schroeder, right? Because at, at the midway through the season, I want to hear in the comments. I told you so. And, and say, 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 say. The beige Corleone told you so. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the latest edition of the Av Podcast. Special shout outs for my co-host of the Eastern Conference, uh, Mr. Randall Walter. Uh, <laughs> Thank you once again, brother, for joining me on uh, on another year's worth of uh, of predictions, discussions, opinions, facts, and everything else about the Eastern Conference. All right. Uh, so tomorrow, I'm not going to keep this this outro long, but tomorrow we're going to be talking about the Western Conference, at least part one of the Lottery Squad of the Western Conference. Uh, so tune in for that. Uh, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit them five stars for me. And make sure you check SouthSharav.com for the catalog. Once again, that is SouthSharav.com. 
We'll be back tomorrow with a new episode, another episode for the NBA season preview, the annual NBA season preview that we have every single year. So we're just fulfilling our duties at this point. All right. <laughs> Once again, for Randall Walter, this is Cal C. And you just listened to the, the latest edition of the app podcast right here on South Sharaf Radio. Until tomorrow, the Western Conference will be here. All right. For you basketball lovers, we'll talk. Peace.